Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Hey guys, I'm Josh. I'm Al. And I'm Mitch with no pants. <laughs> Please put those back on. Hey, you know, we're on the radio. All I'm saying is that we don't have to dress up nice from top to bottom. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to go as relaxed as I can. So hopefully you did put something on this seat because I do apologize if I toot. It's okay. I've got pledge. It's all good. It's a fine product. Is it anti- antibacterial? Yes. Yeah. Ship that to my house. I have kids. I need it. Don't worry. It's got a nice lemon scent. <laughs> well, um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, we had our Halloween episode, and I think it turned out pretty good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Die Hard 6, everybody. Oh. Um, it's oh. coming. <laughs> Yay. It says 20th Century Fox. Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, I know. Basically, it's going to take place in 79. The young John McClane. Bruce Willis would basically bookend the movie. I, I heard that he might get captured in the beginning, and then, you know, throughout the movie, he's having a flashback, probably because they're just hitting him in the head or something. I don't know. And so, then- <laughs> so, wait. So, we're going to be like... Basically, uh, that Men in Black where he goes back in time. So basically, Tommy Lee Jones really didn't have to do anything except for a few lines and show up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, gotcha. you go back in time in his head. It See, won't I, be a device. Obviously. I think it would be great if they started out at like a geriatric center. Yes, and then have like you know, oh, I remember back in the day when I got Old captured. McClane. Yeah, and then yes. all of a sudden it, it flashes back. Right. Right. You could have Will Smith do a cameo for no reason. Instead of terrorists, it's like the staff. Yeah. They, they're like, I'm sick of this shit, and mm-hmm. they just like you know. Start throwing bedpans at people. And, <laughs> and I just don't yeah. feel like there's been a decent Die Hard movie, and I can't even no, remember the last I, one. No, I've been Not been, since, the, like, the 90s has there been a decent Die Hard movie. The last one's just pure shit. It's just, it's just a crazy... It, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's... I mean, it was a little entertaining, but it, he doesn't... He's, like... Uh, he has no fear, his character, anymore, and that takes you out of it, you know? He's, like, jumping on helicopters. Not even a thought, you know? Because, like, really? the first one, he's, like... Remember, he's getting ready to jump off the building, and... He's like, oh shit! If I yeah. live, uh, you know, I'll be a better person or something like that. Yeah. But if we're up to me, they just let it go. But they won't. Well, the director from uh, 2007's Live Free Die Hard, I guess, Len Wiseman, may be coming back. He directed, mm-hmm. um, I think, he did the um, Underworld movies, vampire movies. Um, oh, okay. Kate Beckinsale. He's, I think, he's married to her. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. So. <laughs> yeah, that's about all he's got. No. <laughs> no uh, <laughs> Impressive career. Yeah. Movies. Exactly. Oh, I married Kate Beckinsale. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, this, this series, this idea came from a comic book series they released in 2009 mm. through 10, and it was Die Hard Year One. Followed the early years of McLean. 76 uh, was a storyline mm-hmm. in the series where he took on terrorists. And then, and then there was another one, uh, another set of issues was uh, 77's New York Blackout it took place in. I've never read these comics, but I yeah. guess that's what this is based off of. Before this, I guess 20th Century Fox 
wanted to possibly bring back uh, Samuel Jackson's character. Oh, that would have been perfect. That'd probably get me to see another Die Hard if he was in it. I don't know. I don't like this flashback thing. Like, it's just because it kind of kills the whole like premise of the the 1988 classic Die Hard. He's like just an average cop taking on some terrorists, and he's scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have him as a younger cop and he's not scared. It's like, well, how how does that yeah. work? Unless, yeah, I, I'm not really a fan of this. I, but you know, also, I don't know where else they could go. They've pretty much, uh, I don't know, the original trilogy. That's what it should be. Let's let Die Hard die as a topic. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Yippee ki motherfucker. Well, moving on to better news, I think yeah. Um, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I guess they cast uh, Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. Really? Yeah. So nice. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, I think they said that they liked him and Thor's chemistry, so that's why they were like, "Well, let's put them in the movie together." I'm not really. I think Ragnarok's a comic um, storyline. I'm not familiar with it, but basically, that flashback he had in uh, Avengers. I guess that's what, that's what this movie's all about. Is kind of like a really dark turn, hmm. except the Hulk's in it. So I don't know how, unless the Hulk got possessed. Well, Hulk in outer space is a whole theory. Or yeah, that's a whole thing too. Itself, that so. might get us closer to that. A lot of people want yeah. that. Um, a lot of people thought maybe he was headed that way in the end of Avengers, but I was like, I don't think that jet could take you to another. Planet. No, <laughs> that's yeah. a little stretch. Yeah, unless he got beamed up or something. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I think this is a good idea, though. I think it's good to get to team both because Thor, in in and of himself, isn't the most popular character. No, he's the most not. interesting. And I think a lot of people love the Hulk, and they want to, you know, they, they, and the Hulk really isn't, doesn't have enough gravitas to really, uh, you know, to uh, helm his own movie. So teaming them both up to where they're both these kind of lesser characters. They're both helping each other yeah, out it's, pretty it, much. It, I think it'll make it a better movie to have them team up. Well, and the fans have finally wrapped their heads around the fact that they like Mark Ruffalo. I mean, we, yeah. how many different actors do we have playing the Hulk before we finally got one that seemed vulnerable, but yeah. could understand what was going on? Right. So, yeah. you know, um, I like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I think yeah. he's done an excellent and he's, job. And he's not going to be in Civil War, uh, Captain America Civil War, the Hulk. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so apparently. Well, he was going to be because they had General Ross, but I think they basically canceled that so he could be in Thor. I think that's how it went down because um, a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to be in Civil War. They already have a ton of people in Civil War. It's pretty much... An Avenger movie, yeah, it, it is, really is. Without it's saying crazy. it's an yeah. Avenger movie, yeah, yeah, that'll be really interesting. It's not due out till November third, twenty seventeen. Oh, so we got it's a gonna be long. a while, yeah. Well, post, uh, you know, effects and all that probably takes time, I imagine. But I guess, uh, well, it's hard I can't to say. I can't wait to see another Ant Man movie. I can't yeah, wait to see how they're going to entwine him. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. I think that's the sequel. Because I'm assuming that he's going to be in Civil War. Ant Man, yeah. The yeah. way that they, the way that they had it built up in the spoiler. Sorry, but. Yeah, you know, go the for end it, yeah. of Ant Man. People should kind have seen of, it by yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, I'm sorry. Sorry, but go see it anyway when yeah. it comes out. Buy sorry, it. <laughs> buy it. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a really good movie. I think that kind of helped. Uh, I think you know a lot of people had their problems with Avengers. I I mean I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It's a very big movie, you yeah. know, and kind of exhausting to watch. Well, why why kill off that guy? Yeah, you know? I know. Well. It, who knows? They might bring him back. They they brought Colson back, so 
That's true, it's but he's, he hasn't been in the Avengers yet. I know. Yeah, he hasn't come back. That's true. A lot of people speculate, is Marvel kind of ashamed of their television properties? They're not putting them in the same... Because <laughs> the television is really embracing the movie properties. Yeah. They they go off of the movies. You know. Well, like, ever since they had that split with Perlmutter, uh, I think they're, there's going to be an even bigger split between the two going could forward. Could be. I think they'll always reference each other, but I don't see them... Going, you know, having as many movie stars make appearances in the shows and stuff like that is, I think they're probably since Feige wanted to get away from Perlmutter and Perlmutter is still in charge of the television properties. I think they're, I think there's going to be more of a split as there probably should be anyway. Ho ho ho! Now in some holiday news, Bad Santa Part Two is happening. Really? Yeah, yeah. They only waited. Uh, <laughs> Oh, like over how many 10 years? years. <laughs> yeah, 2003. They really, yeah, really strike while the iron is hot there, uh, well, yeah, I Santa mean, people. Let's see. They killed the black midget guy, right? He's I don't, dead. No, I thought he went to jail. Bernie Mac died. Yeah, Bernie Mac alive, unfortunately, but Ritter yeah. did. Yeah. But, I mean, they were just, they were one-shot people, so we didn't really need them in a sequel. Yeah. Um, the, the elf, though, I thought he died. He got squished in between a car at the end of the movie. That was, no? that was Bernie Mac. That was Bernie Mac. The elf guy was. Oh, telling him that's right. He, yeah, he set yeah. up Bernie Mac. Him and his horrible wife. They killed him, and so so they could shop. Do we get to see the kid like kind of grown up then? I, that's, I imagine that. What, be was, kind of what cool. was the kid's name again? I don't remember. I that don't poor remember. kid. He was yeah. so. Was yeah. I don't, I don't think know. I'm not sure. I want to see that kid all grown up. Kind I kind of do. Just to see if they're still making fun of him and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my wife's like favorite Christmas music. I yeah. mean, she just busts out laughing when the guy goes the fuck you doing i'm on lunch i'm on my fucking lunch break okay (laughs) (laughs) the kid like throws up or like sneezes on him that that uh, ice cream yes oh what do you want what the fuck (laughs) some classic line and then he's just drunk he's like i just shit myself like oh my god yeah and in the changing room when he's doing that lady and says she ain't gonna shit right for a week (laughs) and then and then John Ritter, he was so like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Thurman Merman. Oh, yep. is that his name? Yeah, Thurman Merman. <laughs> and the grandma, hey oh, granny, yeah. hey granny, Jesus. <laughs> you want some sandwiches? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that uh, lady from the Gilmore Girls will be back. Yeah, I wonder because yeah. she's yeah she's uh, well she's been in Parenthood and she's written a book and I imagine she'd come back. My yeah. my guess is he's released from prison. Yeah, kind of rehabilitated maybe. It's kind of disturbing. Not. There's there's a lot of dead co-stars that can't come back to the movie. You know? Yeah, unfortunately. But God, yeah, that was you know that was John Ritter's last movie. Yeah, and quite possibly one of the funniest. Yeah, pieces in the Did movie. Did a good part. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, it was funny. That's one of those movies I I would almost want to go home and watch tonight. Yeah, just because it's that funny. I look forward to the sequel. I, I think they could do something cool with it. Uh, Billy Bob's definitely coming back. Obviously, uh, I mean, why would you do yeah. it anyway? I think uh, 2016 holiday season. It should be oh, should nice. be here. Should be here. So I'll take it. Star Wars news: the big trailer came out, melted down the internet. And yeah, and, and was that broke, the same time that they ticketing sites? They opened up the uh, tickets yeah, pre-sales. Crashed. Yeah, well, it actually, it, the... they started opening up sales just a little bit before they showed the trailer. But 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 after it came out, yeah, all the yeah. all the ticket sites crashed. Ten million dollars in sales, or something crazy like that. Oh well, they—I think they broke the record. It was something like um, eight times the previous record for uh, for uh, IMAX, I think it was, or something like that. I think the previous record was like 
like 1.5 million for Hunger Games, and then like oh, wow. people like Force Awakens was like it's like eight million or something ridiculous. Yeah. And then they had the international trailer that came out yeah, this that. week, I, I which with no announcement at it. all. It was just totally yeah. You know, I, I thought that was cool because I don't know if you guys saw it yet, mm-hmm. but uh, but it showed new footage, There's a lot of yeah, new confrontation footage. with uh, Kylo Ren and and Ray, who was who maybe his sister or cousin. Or who knows who what he is, gotcha. what they are, but. I mean, that, I thought I'd like the international trailer better than the one we got. Which, the one, but the one we got was still amazing. yeah, it was awesome. The closer we get to the, I'm trying the movie. To there's going to be any yeah. It's I'm, I'm almost to the point to where maybe I've seen too much. There's more a than link I now. Know. You can click and find out their last names, so you can definitely tell oh, really? whose kids are who. I have not done oh, it. I'm not I don't want to do it. that yet. Yeah. That trailer is far. You know, a lot of people say oh, that trailer was. It didn't really tell you what the movie is about, but I'm like, what's yeah. wrong with that? It's like it's old school. Go to a movie and experience everything for the first time. You know, you know what I mean? You don't. I haven't really pried into that movie that much. I mean, I've watched a trailer or two, yeah. but I don't know. I I like Star Wars. I'm not as big as a fan as some other people are, and I'm gonna go see it. But uh, you know, that one I'd like to be surprised. Do you remember when the prequels came out? If you had that same kind of yeah, I I didn't have a big overall, you know fan gush about it i just right. i went and i thought it was cool but exactly yeah. i've always liked the movies i there's nothing wrong with them yeah yeah but i was probably like that too i think the reason this one is just uh it's been so long since we've seen these particular characters and it just looks great i'm you know i mean i'm, I'm getting hype in the way of mm-hmm. i hope it's really good it, it's gotta be right <laughs> well jj abrams he's kind of like the, there's so uh, much on the he's line he's a great he's rebooter. the chosen one yeah. Well, and he rebooted Star Trek and did yeah. a great job. And I with liked that. it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like the follow up as much, but still, I liked the the O nine Star Trek. That was that was good. And he doesn't he doesn't try to use CGI to cover up yeah. something that's tough to, well, to film. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, he really contributes a lot. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. I look forward to to seeing it. I'm sure it's going to be just nuts when it comes out. Right oh here. yeah. But with the reserve seating, that's going to help with well, flights and stuff. What? There's also a strict uh, dress protocol or yeah. something like that that they're coming out uh, with. Yeah. It's just kind of sad. The, <laughs> so the, like people that come with their lightsabers or their masks. Well, I get the blasters. I get the blasters, but not a lightsaber. Like, is that a nine millimeter? No, sir. I'm just sneaking uh, sneaking in a Snickers candy bar underneath <laughs> the magazine. There, they're probably they're probably like, well, if we let one person in with a lightsaber, then you know, where does it end? You're like, yeah. I mean, that does kind of make me nervous having. So there's just going to be so many people going to going to see that freaking movie. I don't know if I want to watch it on opening night. It's just going to be so. It's going to be so insane. It's that many people. It's It'll just, be thrilling, but yeah, um, hard to say. You know, I don't know. I I want to see it as soon as it comes out, but I'm really not sure when that's going to happen. You know, it's like I'll give you I'll give you my strategy for Force Awakens. If I do try and watch it opening night, well, for one, I have to get the ticket, but. Um, I'm probably going to go to the latest showing possible, which probably that's still not going to stop a bunch of crazy people from going. That might bring more crazy. People. Yeah, actually, it would. Do you um, think they're going to have like three showings on opening night? Oh, I bet. Oh, like 12 a.m. one or whatever, they're going to stagger them so that all theaters are open. I could see that. I could see them pushing out other movies if it, if if yeah. enough showings sell out. Yeah, we're like, uh, yeah, whoever you are, the Chipmunks movie. You, you, well, wait, isn't that December 24th when it's coming out? 18th. 18th? 18th? Yeah. Mark your calendars, folks. Another awesome trailer came out this week, The Hateful Eight. Um, this trailer had a little bit more description in it than the previous ones. Those are more of a teaser. Uh, did you happen to check that out at all? I've seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, it looks like a classic Tarantino movie, so I'll probably go see it. But. Yeah, I, I look forward it to it. It almost looks like he's going back to, you know, where he, back at, like, Reservoir Dogs, where he had it all take place in one location. Yeah. It's kind of like a going back to that sort of style, which it looks like there are some scenes set outside of that that cabin or whatever it is. But, uh, but yeah, it looks like a lot of it. It's almost like Clue, where it's all taking place oh, yeah. in this one. So that means there'll be, like, three different endings? or Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure how that'll work. I don't know if that'll be looked at as a step backwards in his in his development, his, his career, or if it'll just I don't know. It's most of it's going to be dialogue anyway. So I mean, I'm sure it'll oh, be of great. course. So the right. dialogue will be uh, another um, <clears throat> aspect of his movies that are really cool. Is he'll take old actors you haven't seen for a while, and he'll give them basically a time to shine again. Yeah, and it's really cool because it you know it has revitalized like John Travolta's career and. Uh, David Carradine for a short short time there yeah. after Kill Bill. Uh, it's really cool to see um, Bruce Dern, even though he came off of uh, Nebraska a couple of years ago. It's cool to see him in a part. Yeah. And um, Michael Madison. Channing, <laughs> Channing Tatum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Kurt that. Russell in this? Yes. Which would be like his dude. first film since oh, those Grindhouse movies? Or no, he's been he's in the hasn't he? Yeah, he's done some since then. But yeah, mm-hmm. this is a big part for him. He was going to be in Django, but he dropped out for, um, I think he was kind of, um, the material he's kind of nervous about. Because, you know, it focused on slavery oh, and stuff. because the word was used so many times. Because I, I think he trained, yeah. like, the slaves to fight. That was his part in the oh. movie. He dropped out, yeah. So maybe he had a little, like, oh, crap, I should have done that. Or, <laughs> nah. I don't know, this part came along and... I I hope it's great. It's and Jen, Jennifer Jason Lee, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her forever. She's the. I think this must be his latest. Hey, here's an actor you haven't seen. Wait, Jennifer Jason Lee isn't she in? Um, uh, that Fast one? Times Ridgemont. High. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Yep, yep. God, she's been in other things too. Oh, a lot. Rush. Uh, yeah, oh, Rush. Yeah, with Je- Jason Patrick. Uh, <laughs> she's the one that gets pregnant, right? In uh, oh yeah, Fast Times. Yep. Yeah. All yep. Right. She's the main main chick. Yeah. Yeah. The pool house. Yeah. <laughs> classic classic movie. But it's good to see her again and Yeah. It, she I, hasn't really been a predominant face in movies since like the nineties, really. It, yeah. Well, she did single white female too, didn't she? Oh uh no, not single white female. I she did it that was one. uh you were right on a single white female. That was the one with Bridget Fonda, right? Where Yes. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee plays a psycho that dresses up like her, copies her and, yeah. and does her boyfriend and all that. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. That was, like, that was like from oh yeah that was like from yeah like the nineties yeah so a lot of ninety uh, eighty early eighties early nineties so that's retro now but anyway yeah it's great to see her again and it looks like a good part for her. hopefully she's got a lot to do she has that cool scene where you know Kurt Russell's going around the bar telling explaining like anybody wants her they have to come through me whatever because it's his bounty or whatever and she she's he's like he, she's gonna hang and she does that. Mimic of it being yeah, hung. it's kind of weird. But you know, I think <laughs> it's Tarantino uh, though. I mean, I think uh, you know Tarantino is really good at these um, suspenseful scenes taking place in enclosed spaces, kind of like Inglorious Bastards in the bar scene. Or, that was intense. Or or uh, you know or in uh, Candyland's house when he's talking about the skull, you know, or the skull of the. <laughs> well, even Kill really Bill. Weird, when, yeah. he's at, when she's in the apartment at the end of Kill Bill, yeah, goes through that whole Superman monologue. So I think if there's a lot of that, which I'm sure there will he's be, good that, at that. Yeah. He's he's that's his he's it's his makes it claustrophobic and just tense. And there's and, always a standoff or two. Yeah, so I think that'll be good. So, but, hate, but hateful eight, it's coming out December, getting released, going wide, probably for us in January. Okay, so, wow, it's gonna be January. Yeah, they're not going up against Star Wars. That'd be insane. Oh, that's true. That would that's, be dumb. That's great though, because then then we'll have something to look forward to in January because everybody gets that you know Christmas blue. Well, 
crap, yeah. what are you going to well, do Well, the Revenant right. is coming out around the same time, which I'm looking forward to that. That's the Tom Hardy, Leonardo DiCaprio survivalist yeah. that looks movie. Intense. That looks yeah. amazing. That's from the guy who did Birdman, which unfortunately oh, really? I haven't seen. No, so, that's what? all right. Hang my head in shame. That's yeah. a good movie. Anyway, well, we're going to move into Spectre now. you guys think i enjoyed it i thought it was a nice it kind of put a nice bow on daniel craig's run as bond and it kind of wrapped up a lot of loose ends about this you know these organizations multiple that he's been dealing with through his run um i thought it ran long i thought it's the longest bond movie ever two hours and 30 minutes wow i thought they could have shaved off a good 15 20 minutes and they wouldn't have lost much MI6 spoilers in Now the opening tracking shot that was brilliant obviously I don't Very. have a problem with that. Love that shot. Yeah. I mean that went on for a long time but I I thought it was really cool how awesome. it had that or that to Orson Welles touch of evil kind of tracking mm-hmm. shot through the crowd and all that but you know I thought there were some s- scenes that uh, could have been trimmed down the guy who plays Moriarty on the Sherlock BBC oh Denby yeah, yeah the Denby guy C. they call him C it was kind of the a secondary s- story M, in the movie kind of where a, he's yeah. like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna shut you guys down and turn this turn this into some big uh, that kind of felt like an old movie been there done that you kind of almost felt like he knew what was going on he was an inside guy I would have rather them just do away with that whole subplot entirely and just focus on just yeah, a lot the of main M, one a lot of M involvement versus things that I, Bond. things that I really liked uh, Q finally getting into some action which he never has been in any other movie yeah, you know um, you could kind of see a Mission Impossible kind of uh, yes. influence on that yep. because you know Simon Pegg's character is, got, is heavily involved in the Mission Impossible movie so yeah. Ben Wishaw kind of got as Q got more involved in, in this one and it, there's as comic relief as well. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't. It, it didn't feel like it was either hokey. And a lot of people were saying that the jokes were hokey. I didn't feel that they were. I thought they were kind of funny. I thought, yeah, yeah. that's another thing. I thought it was kind of a throwback to the old Roger Moore Bond. Where yeah, there was a little more jokes, and the, there was the sexy girls in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they actually had the gun barrel at the opening for the first time. I, ever. That was a major yeah. improvement in a Bond. Yeah, I, in I a wanted Craig. That so bad. Yeah, yeah the, for the first time ever in a Craig movie at the beginning, which so that's been end. a big gripe for a lot of people. Yeah. It's like just go back to the formula. Like Casino mm-hmm. Royale was an experiment, but after that, they should have been like, "Here's the formula." Starts and that, and the that's track. the irony of this Bond is like it. It's kind of going back to the formulaic Bond, but. People, I think, are, there's a lot of people that are disappointed with the movie because they're kind of gotten used to this deep, dark Daniel Craig, you know, kind of uh, character study kind of bond where he's where he's battling him, his own demons and he's his past and it's very angsty, you know. And I'm really glad that they they uh, Castro finds M. I I thought oh yeah I thought that even though he didn't I mean have a lot of action, he's got the chops. To do it, well, he's great. He I, was, I miss Judy Dench, though. I thought she, I, I did. Thought she had but you got to see her. <laughs> you got to see well, her. Yeah, that's yeah. Spoiler, sorry, we're gonna get there. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> but I mean, I thought he was he was a great M. I mean, he didn't seem like he was a wimpy, like high level government guy. Right. I mean, he he definitely went to bat like M would have. Yeah, and he was he had a bit more of a role in this yeah. as normally than most M's would as well. Well, yeah. except for Judy Dench. Yeah. The reason I'm thinking he had a little bit more scene scenery is uh, he's Ray Fiennes. 
Right. <laughs> like, if he's going to sign on to this, he's going to want to act, you know, not just like, yeah. see you, Bond. Hi, Bond, come back. Here's I'll, your mission. I'll be here at my desk with the... Yeah. And Judy Dench got to, you know, play around with her character, too. It wasn't just at the office like it used to be, you know, with the M. You well, just see the, them, and then that'd be it, pretty much. And it's kind of interesting, because I think with Craig, you kind of felt like M was a mom to Bond. Right. You know? And then Ralph Fiennes finally figured out that, you know... Yeah. He is who he says he he's, is. and He's channeling, like, the original M's, pretty yeah. much, you know? And wasn't the original M, like, a guy anyway? Bernard yeah. All the old Bonds? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, for years and years. Was it Bernard Lee yeah. played yeah. him? Yeah. Uh, well, Bernard Lee, let me think. Yeah, I think you're. I think that's right. And not to discredit Judy Dench, because she was great, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, all, I, I kind of got used to her, though, so I kind of missed her in this one, but... Uh, yeah. But, yeah, Ray Fiennes, he was fine. Uh, but I like that Leia Sadu as the new Bond girl. I kind of thought Monica Bellucci was kind of... The blonde-haired lady? Yeah, Sadu is her last name. Yeah, no. she's French. Yeah, which which is weird. Well, never hear which, it in her it's voice. kind of a weird thing because she's yeah. almost like the the new Vesper Lind, who the the original Vesper Lind in Casino Royale. She was French as well, so it's almost like here's your new French girlfriend to make up for the one that got killed in Casino Royale. She yeah. comes close. I thought yeah. there was some good chemistry. This is the first Bond girl that there was actually some good chemistry again, like Vesper Lind, though. Not yeah. unlike you saw with the other Bond ladies right. that were in Quantum, the pre- like there was a distance with that chick. And yeah, then, that, that whole movie is a mess. Yeah, and really, honestly, when I watched it, you could have almost put Casino Royale and this one back to back and not missed much. I could see that, except except guess, for a couple of key parts where he explains things. Skyfall. They go, yeah. they go back yeah. to the villains yeah. that he's had. Yeah. So yeah, if you take that, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And I've, I've even heard if you watch Casino Royale. And quantum back to back, it's like just one big movie. Like it works yeah. better. Attached I, to yeah, the that said, I would feel bad for people that hadn't seen the movies because of, because this one references the other one so much. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, you know, they even put the pictures of all the old villains up multiple times. And well, hell, even Mister White. I mean, you know, he would. You could have had Casino Royale and this movie together, and then gone off on something else. That's and called the, it good. That's the whole problem. Is like it's kind of like why Skyfall was the way it was. Like, at the end, he went to the office. Like, they were getting back to the formula. Mm-hmm. Monica Bellucci worth it in that Bond movie or no? No, I don't I, think so. I, I, yeah, I thought she had such a small... Well, whatever Very happened small. to her? They, like, they, well, yeah, Felix they, came and got her, I guess. Felix I, yeah, I, I wanted to see Felix. I, I did, Felix. too. They, that kind of got left on the... It's like, it almost feels like they... Kind of felt like just, Thor when they go back into that scene where he goes back you know, in Avengers, and they cut it out, and you're like, well, yeah. why did he go to that looking pool? Well, yeah, it like, almost feels like it's something like they had to cut, they, you know, it was already a long movie, so they're like, well, sh- we're just leaving whatever happens to her on the cutting room floor, so. Yeah. Like, it just felt like she was kind of, uh, you know, such a great actress, who was kind of just... And they were all know. saying, you know, finally a Bond girl that's Daniel Craig's age. I was kind of like hoping, yeah, well, she's going to be the Bond girl. Yeah, well, I mean, she was, but you could... Not yeah. the one you thought she was going to be. Yeah, yeah, he was more of a parking spot. If you went to the bathroom, came back, you probably would have missed her part. I mean, it was yeah. really short. And that, yeah. and that reminds me of another thing, that where it got back to the old ways of doing things, as they would say. Uh, um, where, you know, back in the Roger Moore days, like, the chicks just hop right into bed with him for no good reason. And the Craig movies weren't exactly like that. Yeah, you had to and, seduce him a little. And then here it's just right back to, well, we're just hopping into bed. Right after I had a huge fight and I'm, like, gravely injured, it... It just yeah, or or with the Monica Bellucci where she where she's like, right after her her husband's funeral, like she's getting it on with James Bond. I mean, I just yeah, I don't like that where they're just throwing themselves at him like they did in the old days, where it just doesn't make sense that they would at that time that quickly. Yeah, I mean it it's not quite as ridiculous as it as it got, you know, especially with the like Pierce Brosnan. Some scenes were you know oh those were easily, hokey. Oh yeah, like and the Bond girls were horrible. 
Yeah. Oh, except Christmas for, Jones or whatever. Except for that uh, Framke Jansen or whatever lady. That oh, was Famke probably Jensen. Yes, yeah, she yes. was the best Bond girl. Yeah. yeah, she was like the the last good um, last good Bond girl she, since yeah. Vesper. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had a an arc to her, you know, like yeah. a power. If you if you you know yeah. like odd job or or like you know <laughs> random task. Show them what you do. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, speaking of odd job, I thought yeah. you know Dave Bautista. He was okay. You know, uh, I w- his physical presence was really good. His fight scenes were really good. I, fight I just felt amazing. like he was massively underused for in terms of his speaking role. He had one one word literally. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> that yeah, was it. Just, um, yeah. So I don't know. I thought. I but re- you could miss that too. I thought, I, yeah, yeah, I thought there was. I thought um, so it was like Silent Bob and I thought Bond. Christoph Waltz was massively underused for how good he is. I, yeah. yeah. So I thought the characterizations for the, especially the villains, there was a big letdown. Well, and and like I said previously, I think only Quentin Tarantino could have wrote for him in a Bond movie. Yeah, a lot of people have said that about uh, Christoph Waltz. Is like he's a great actor, but with Quentin Tarantino material, he's he's really. It's like, like the two understand each other. Yeah. And so you know, it just this, makes it brings out the best in him. Yeah, you know? and I mean, he had good material in this, but he yeah, was, he was it, just kind of a generic villain, though. He's just, yeah, he, he didn't have the the stakes. He didn't feel were as high. No, with him as the villain, and you could have had him more twisted if if Tarantino wrote it. You know, oh yeah, because Tarantino yeah. isn't afraid to really yeah. twist things to like the point where it's almost not no. PC enough to be on TV. I, I did enjoy the movie. Um, I think it's got it few moments that any bond fan would enjoy you know the history of bond there's a lot of themes that come back and you know they're introduced in different ways Mm -hmm. but it's really cool it's a lot of easter eggs i do agree like it could have been edited down a lot more i maybe even more 15 minutes i don't know you know opening song good bad what do you guys think it's okay i don't hate it it's not memorable for me it's it's just kind of a generic bond song it's it was better bad it's not that great it was better with the movie i think I think the title sequences for these for these Craig Bonds have been outstanding. Very artsy yeah. and yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. I want them. I'm kind of so eh, so, yeah. so on. Well, this I mean, the whole movie had um, you know a lot of throwbacks, homages to a lot of Roger Moore's. Cause I think yeah. "Live and Let Die" is Sam Mendes' favorite, and Daniel Craig's in that opening scene of Mexico City. That had a lot of "Live and Let Die" vibe going on with the skulls and. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I thought the action in this movie was great. I thought, I thought, you know, there was just the helicopter fight. The, oh God, that was great! Did, I thought the car chase went on a little longer than it needed to. That but, could have uh, been trimmed, I think. And I did like the theme they used with that car chase, but I kind of like. I want to hear the engines. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just I didn't really hear much of that. It was just watching a car chase and on mute, kind of. You know? Yeah. Uh, when Q showed Bond the new car. Oh yeah. And <laughs> he's like, "Well, sadly, uh, 009's getting this car." But you can have this, and it was the watch. And he's like, "What's it do?" He's talking about the car. He's like, "Oh, it tells time." It tells time. <laughs> um, I thought, uh, as far as you know, I love the action in it. I thought the action was or some of the best. You know, all all of all of Craig's movies have had great action, but I thought they they were outstanding. I thought, like I said, Leah Sadu, she was uh, she was really good. She was she wasn't as good as Eva Green and Casino Royale, but. I thought thematically, you know, they did a good job of like, you know, like when she said, "Oh, there's I'm seeing two of you." When she was drunk in the hotel, that was kind of a call to the to uh, Blofeld, you know, because he's kind of oh, is that what she even, meant by that? Well, I mean, I don't that. Well, she was drunk. She meant oh, okay. I'm seeing well, double, I, I but maybe she was but, talking it, about her but dad. thematically, it's yeah. saying it's saying I'm seeing two of you. You know, so like there's like two James Bond because 
because of uh, Blofeld is kind of his is he yeah. dressed like him like in parts of the movie yeah that's kind of it's weird kind like of that funeral scene bad the twin or something yeah you see you see it you know behind his head and it's like you know, you know they're dressed the same they have the same, the same sunglasses, sunglasses. Yeah. yeah what's up with that <laughs> yeah so and and like the the end where which is they have that kind of it's kind of ridiculous where he's behind that bulletproof bulletproof yeah. glass they with the way they film it they even have you know his his reflection and bonds together facing each other so i thought that was really well done i thought the the way this was photographed was maybe the most most beautiful bond movie. probably the yeah movie. the scenery and stuff is yeah. probably the best i've ever seen it's yeah big, it's which is movie. saying I mean, something because skyfall was gorgeous but this one was was just as my god just as the rome car chase yeah that was amazing i mean it kind of you know yeah and i almost yeah. felt like there was almost too many locale locales in this movie True, <laughs> too they really. jump around yeah yeah I could see that. Like they really went over the top with the, the Alps was wasted. Games. I thought I was. I wanted a ski or something. You know, like classic Bond. Yeah. but they never. I got thought. It. Yeah, I thought that's where it was going, but it didn't. I thought. The airplane kind of seemed kind of. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was cool. It was funny. It was like, did you plan this whole thing? It's like, like where did you, it's it's like, where'd you get that plane? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, where did he come up with this plane all of a sudden? He just stole it. But yeah, like you know, the, we had the classic train car scene. Mm-hmm. We had the white blazer. It's uh, yeah. Goldfinger kind of flashback with the rose. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they get picked up to go to Blofeld's compound, that's like Goldfinger's car in it or similar to the one. It, he yeah. Was. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if that's what they were trying to reference, but right. that's what it looked like to me. And uh, when they got to Blofeld's place at the end, that was like a Dr. No type of uh, homage, I think. Or or even uh, uh, the. Uh, what is it? Never Say Never Again or whatever. Or what's the one where he goes to Japan? Oh God! Uh, you only live twice. You only live twice. Sorry, You're, yeah. that's right. Yeah, where where you know that Blofeld is in the volcano. It almost kind of feels like that. Where yeah, he's in a crater. That's and, the beauty of it. It's just channeling so many things yeah. we've seen before, and you know the whole thing about hey, we're gonna have champagne around four or whatever yeah. it was, and it, then he had yeah. he had suits for them in their room, and I'm glad he finally yeah. got his scar after. Uh, that the, was a cool the, touch. The white with the eye. Actually, oh yeah, that was cool. That was cool, and you know they couldn't do that back then. He had the scar back then, but I think his eyes. Yeah, were just, was, I was fine. I think. But, yeah, uh, they didn't probably have contacts or something. And they had the white cat, you know, which. Yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, um, Bond was like, "Hey, pussy." <laughs> this, it, 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 I, you know, Daniel Craig's Bonds have always had these like brutal torture scenes. The one in Casino Royale where yeah. he's getting a whip in the nuts with the oh, man, yeah, that was rope. Intense. And then uh, you done scratch my balls. That was funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> to what the left. The, trying to think what the other other torture scenes are like. Uh, let's see, Skyfall. The torture scene is probably just. Uh, just having to get hit on by Javier Bardem while he's tied up. Yeah, that was that was creepy. And then him getting felt up may not have been the Javier. Javier. Oh, Mister Bond. That that might have been the most harrowing. No, yeah. Um, But this one had the most. This was the most gruesome. Where he's that drill. I'm like, oh my god. People like I'm sitting next to. They actually cringe. They're like, what was the point of the drill anyway? Well, you're supposed to like erase memories slowly in his head or something. That was oh that didn't work though. It didn't do shit. I thought that was suspenseful as hell. But yeah, I'm like the question I had was like, how did he avoid the part where he was going to lose all his memory? Because he got drilled, and then he's mm-hmm. like, he still remembered her, and I'm like, how how did that happen? Yeah. Did he move at the last of... minute? And like, oh, you missed that well, nerve or whatever. This is I what know. I also feel is like the minute they saw each other, Bond hadn't seen this guy since childhood. Yeah, why not ask him the questions to start with instead of later on when he gets in, when he's getting you know drilled into, you know, uh, you know, Blofeld talks about, oh, do you know my. Father was Bond's, um, you know, 
mentor or whatever. I was kind of a stretch too. I thought was he killed his father just because. I mean, I get jealousy, je- but yeah. and then you decide to become this it's like leader geez, of this organization. Man. Yeah, it's like, like geez, what a bitch. A little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And you bastard. The hail Hydra ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just. I mean, I like the movie, but yeah, just with the pacing and everything, it just seemed like a lot of times they should have just got to the damn point. And yeah, yeah. I thought the editing could have anticlimactic. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, it's a big reveal. No, it's not. His, he killed his dad. Okay, we kind of knew that, but why didn't we know that before? <laughs> yeah. But see, I thought Bond. I thought Daniel Craig was supposed to do one more. Contracts don't mean anything. I That's mean, true. He, if he just might not get paid, what I don't know how, what his, the details of his contract are. He just might not get paid if he refuses to do the, his last one. So, hmm. I, I I think it's it will be the end because for one, you know, Sony they're moving on from Sony. It's going to be an entirely different studio with different. Bosses, yeah. yeah. He probably doesn't want to stick around for that big shakeup. And usually, when a new studio takes over a property, they want their own guy to do it. They want their own directors. They want their own, you know, the actors. Just like with the uh, when when you know Craig came in, they want to reboot it and take it in a new direction. So, and he's getting getting older. I think he's got one left in him. I do too. I thought it was fitting that uh, one of the last scenes in the movie is him walking away. You know, well, yeah. there's symbolism going on. Like yeah. he's on the bridge, right in the middle of his two desires to have, uh, you know, uh, a love. And then mm-hmm. to, the, the thing is, it's like it almost felt like this could be like the last Bond movie in a way. <laughs> because it's like, Ever. how do you? Yeah. What I mean, it's like, come on, she can't die. I mean, Did anybody just, stay to the very end where it would say Bond will return? Did it come I up? Didn't. I don't know. I didn't stay. I didn't either. I'd be shocked but if But usually that one. comes up yeah. right away, and it yeah. didn't. And I was like, okay, are they just done with the, that done no, the story? No, there's going to be other Bond movies. But I know, but it's it makes way too much it's like, okay, franchise. Cause, okay, I think that, it's an end for Craig's Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that Madeline Swan, she basically channeled Bond's wife, Tracy, from uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Is that the one with the one Bond that was only one Bond? Yes, George Lazenbean. Yeah. Lazer B or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He only did one Bond, yeah, and that's what the. But Alps... his wife died in that movie, didn't she? I know, like, and they couldn't. They blew couldn't... up in a car. Well, that's just, that's the other thing about. Well, I, yeah, well, that's the thing is, I don't even think she's the replacement Tracy. She's more the replacement Vesper. Yeah, I guess. Re- I guess it's that. like, oh, here's uh, so this time you will get to keep the girl, you know. True. And so, and yeah. live happily ever after. Well, in the whole Blofeld, I mean, that's one thing that was interesting about this movie connected all of his movies together. It really did. Like, everything. And with Silva, they never really established he was part of Spectre. But I guess to no. get all that money and stuff he had, power, I guess, yeah. Well, I when you think about it, that. none of it really makes sense because they, he was going up against Quantum. Quote, That's unquote. the thing that really yeah. made and me then, mad. They and didn't then, explain why they changed from Quantum to Spectre. Yeah, they didn't explain yeah. that either. It's like, well, it's probably just a sub-organization. It's probably, I guess, what they're... I would have liked to hear that. Obviously, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm just guessing, but... There was why? a lot of... Yeah, I think this was a little sloppy. The writing, I think. There's a lot of things that you're left to assume. It's like, how did he get that plane? How did he? How did he avoid losing his memory? How did he? Mm-hmm. How, why? Why was it quantum in the other movies and not spec? You know. Well, we know the real reason was because they yeah, didn't have the legality specter, yeah. but yeah. It, yeah. they didn't explain a lot in this movie, which I think could have held it back from being as good as it could have been. But, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was nice to see Mr. White again. Yeah. What kind of poison did he have through his cell phone? He is said, that, he is got, that trillium or something? I need to look I, that like, up. I never heard thallium. Like, some sort of uranium. I'm like, I'd never even heard of that. I'm like, no. what? Like, like yeah, that was through trillium? his cell phone or something, did it say? Like, yeah, they threw like, it, what? put it in his cell phone. Yeah, I'd I believe d- it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And then, you know, Madeline's his daughter, and that was... I thought that was cool, the way they 
yeah, the way they ha- handled that to make her related to Mr. White, I think, oh, that's that's a nice touch. And Where then, Bond has to protect this guy that he was his adversary. Right. His his daughter has to protect his daughter. And, yeah, you know, overall the movie was good. The training car fight was that was epic. I mean, that was intense. He just yeah. throwing them around and. Batista's basically like the new Jaws in a way. Odd Job kind of incorporated, you know. The thumbnails are kind of a nice touch. Cool. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I just thought it was strange he didn't have much of any dialogue. Which, yeah, you can get away with that in the older movies, but mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, especially cool. we just came off Guardians. It's like, yeah, where you can't act. But I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why they tried to. Maybe they even dubbed the shit line. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Maybe that. Maybe Mendes is like, you know what? Yeah. We need to cut any dialogue this guy has out of the movie because <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. I got my hopes up when he mentioned Felix earlier on in the movie when he was with uh, Monica Bellucci. He was like, "Oh, I call my friend Felix." I'm like, like I want to see him back. That'd be awesome because yeah. you never got to really see him do much. You know, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a tease, and then he just wasn't around. The other problem I had was when they meet in that safe house, which the name of that safe house is um, a throwback to um, Blofeld's right-hand Hilda Hilda Brandt or something like that. I think that was a a throwback to that... that, um, the Lamerican? The Lamerican? No, no, no. At the end, the when they get back to London, oh, and they go okay. to the safe house. Oh, all right. That's the name of the safe house. And I think oh. that's his. I think that's in the old day, that's Blofeld's. Oh, I guess I didn't catch that. Female partner who's like very intimidating, has like a knife in her shoe, all the classic. Oh, know, yeah, I can't remember. Old Bonds. But yeah, but okay. What got me was when after they, they met, and, you know, they're loading up their guns, and Swan sees them, you know, Madeline Swan sees them all getting ready to take on the world pretty much. She. She decides I want to leave, but it's pretty much it's pretty much the cue is like, hey, I got to leave so I can be captured, so you can come get me at the MI six headquarters. <laughs> you know, I me mean? is like, why yeah. would you let her go? It's like, yeah, it seemed kind of random. That was kind of stupid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was kind of just a, a beef I had. You kind of knew, yeah, it was kind of an obvious. Yeah. So yes, a little bit more sloppy in the writing. Yeah, I could say. That, yeah, Maybe there was like three tired. or four. There was like three or four writers on this, so you kind of knew. And I think they were having reshoots right up until a few weeks before Ugh. the movie came out. So you can kind of tell they were having issues. This with, is basically like they didn't want to cut it. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like nothing's getting cut. See, this is why when people say I want a movie every other year, this is why I don't want that because they have a hard enough time getting it right, even with two or two or three years in between. So it's should not cut the movie in half. There's there's your two movies right there. (laughs) But it's a good movie. Um, It is overall. I would say unlike unlike Casino Royale or Skyfall, it's not the kind of movie I'd I'd probably go out and watch multiple times. You know, it's it's just kind of a nice fitting in for Craig's run. And and uh, I mean, I'd love him to come back, but if he doesn't want to do it, it's a good end. Yeah, it's a good end. It's a good end to his bond. I'm fascinated to know who they'll who they'll get to replace him. But well, here's uh, the other problem though with casting Christoph Waltz as Blofeld if you're going to pick up and have him go against Blofeld in the future you really think Christoph Waltz is going to sign on to Probably do multi not. I don't no. see it and that's the problem with casting is a great actor well they've always had mul- multiple people play Blofeld true anyway. and they could they could do the <laughs> yeah. they could do the dark you know put him in the dark like they did in the you know beginning of the movie um but that's the other problem was everybody knows who James Bond is how how can you be a spy if everybody knows your name you know what I mean cuz like yeah. the earlier movies I don't think people knew who he was, and then it just got into the. Well, I think. Well, even the series itself has made fun of that. I think. Right. Well, of course, times. Roger Moore. Every movie he did, his cover was blown right away. Mm-hmm. They knew who the hell he was, and then. Yeah. Yeah, that's just. There's you know, a lot of uh, in these movies. There's an awful lot of uh, suspension of disbelief that you have. It's all in the execution. 
Yeah. And, and this one didn't do as good a job as, as some of the other ones, but even I, in Skyfall or I think the movies, Casino, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. there's some, f- you have to just kind of let, there's some things that are like, yeah, that makes no sense at all, but you have to go with it. But yeah, I mean, I think it's worth seeing. And oh, yeah. I think it's worth owning, personally, because I like Bond and, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I just wish it was edited just a tad more. I mean, when you have three scenes where you're checking into a hotel... I think it was two or three scenes. They're in the same damn hotel. Yeah. It's like, you could just bring us into the room. You don't have to go out into the concierge and you're like, hey. Um, and that's surprising. Hey, breakfast because, in the morning or something. Or, and that's surprising know. because Skyfall was so tightly edited. That was over two hours long, but you didn't. It never felt like it. It's it was quick. It, you know what I mean? It just didn't. It's like, oh, all of a sudden we're at Skyfall and it's the end of the movie. It's like, wow, that was fast. But yeah. But then this one felt like you could feel like, man, this is it's kind of this is going on. When's this end? You know, but amongst all, all the throwbacks that I picked up in it. Maybe the pacing itself is a throwback in a way because if you watch the first few Connery True. ones, holy they are shit, slow. you're going to sleep yeah. unless you got like a lot of caffeine in you. And <laughs> they get, I mean, they're good if you stick through them. But yeah, they're not as action packed as they're like, not. The later bonds. No, and no, but. but at the time though, when those were made, those were those were cutting edge. But yeah, times have changed. But I don't know. I guess you could look at pacing as that. You know, as a throwback to that, but. So yeah, overall, you guys, everyone liked it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not even close to my favorite movie of the year. But, uh, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'll, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out too on Blu-ray. Definitely better than Quantum. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not even <laughs> close. Yeah. Well, no, each of you, what, how would you rank his Bonds? Would you in order? What? Oh well, obviously, I think we're all gonna agree on this. Casino Royale yeah. one mm-hmm. for me. Skyfall two, uh, three would be this one. Spectre. Uh, the fourth, obviously, Quantum of Solace. He only did four, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so that's how it is for me. I'm assuming you guys are probably similar. I'm pretty much I'd, the I'd same. I'd flip-flop yeah. this one with Skyfall, but that's that's it. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, uh, yeah, Quantum is always dead last. But, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good run. I mean... That's a hell of a two, good run. You get two Bond movies that are in the top five, probably, of all time. Maybe my top seven, whatever you want to... However you want to look at it. He's right up there with Sean, with Sean Connery for mm-hmm. me. He's my favorite bond of all time so uh it's it's a shame he doesn't enjoy it anymore he wants out so badly it is a but, shame uh but yeah i you know i almost wish they could guess i don't know who i i don't know it's gonna be tough There's, he's i can't think of anybody i really want in there it's he's like put uh, people they mentioned are just too damn old you know what i mean yeah it's like you Tom can't Hardy have is what a, i hear yeah, yeah, I could see that. And Henry Cavill, I'd love to see him do that, but he's doing the Man from Uncle, which itself isn't doing. And yeah. he's doing Superman, which Man from Uncle busy. lost the, their their studio a lot of money. So I don't know if that'll even get a sequel. But he's busy with Superman. They're gonna yeah. they're probably gonna nobody or someone like Craig was, where you kind of knew him, but he I, had, he wasn't uh, expensive. You know, <laughs> I almost feel like they need to go that route and get another yeah. nobody, which and be pleasantly surprised, like oh, this person's really good. Well, but, the plus is if they do a new Bond, have a new brand new actor's bond maybe we'll get martin campbell back because he's done golden eye and casino royale mm. i love his directing and i just I, I would like him to do a couple more bonds honestly. he seems like he's over it too just like craig he's like maybe i, he I don't want to do any more bonds yeah maybe he is yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a challenge not like so. green lantern was anything right home about but <laughs> i don't know if that was his fault either that that's just yeah. horrible yeah well yeah that's just what they need to work on for the next one all that said, I uh, hope everyone tunes in next week. We'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Al. And I'm Mitch. Have a good one. Take care.